0: Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today.
1: And tonight I want to talk about servanthood actually because it's very exciting what we're going to do next year. But before I do, I got a joke. <laughs> we used to have one of those things, but mommy is talking for you a little bit too. We used to have one of those. The same name. So have a look at this. I heard about this burglar. I don't even know if I've done it here before, but that doesn't matter. I heard about this burglar who broke into a home one night. As he was stealing the stereo, he heard a voice saying, Jesus is watching you. He stops in his tracks and shines his flashlight and sees a parrot over in the corner. He says, did you say that to me? The parrot says, yes, and I'm trying to warn you. He says, warn me. What are you talking about? Who are you? The parrot says, my name is Moshe, Moses. The burglar laughed and said, what kind of crazy people would name their parrot Moses? He says, the same kind of people who would name the 150 pound Rottweiler Jesus right there in the corner. <laughs> I think it's quite funny. Anyway, it's all good. You didn't like that, John? Guys, we on a great journey. And if you're not aware of it yet, we, uh, we're we actually making room for uh, for more. Uh, for mission in our church, through our church. This morning I shared a few things about some testimonies. I can't say it all this morning. This is so amazing, but just look online. Uh, but some of the things have been saying around the world, that next next decade is really going to be the decade of evangelism. Many people believe that. Many believe in, in worldwide that we're going to go into a time of unprecedented mission and people coming to Christ. It's been prob- uh, prophesied uh, about a 1 billion people harvest and of course you see thing in Iran and places like that incredible things happening in places that were so dark and so just cut off from the gospel and they're so coming alive and so New Zealand is also going to come alive Reinhard Bonnke some of you know Reinhard Bonnke remember Africa shall be saved remember that guy some of you are too young right anyway he just died the other day I think this week maybe yesterday and he was 79 but he his last meeting Watch this. He was sitting maybe with 100 people, right? I just want to lift your vision a little bit. His last meeting, he had 30 million people in his meeting. 30 million people in Africa in Nigeria in his one meeting. Now, that's a meeting. And we had 100 people. so very nice and very exciting. 30 million people. Guys, people are being reached by people like that. Billy Graham has gone a few years ago. Franklin Graham is coming to New Zealand the year after next. I'm having a meeting with his sidekick on Tuesday. I didn't know about this. They're going to come to Christ as well, to Auckland, which I think is great through a great evangelistic meeting in the city. So come on, it's just exciting what God is doing. But I want you to open your eyes and see what God is doing because He is growing His church because He loves people. He wants people to be saved, He wants people to come to Christ to Himself. And so we are on a mission from God here together, right? Come on, let's say it. We're on a mission from God. The Blues Brothers, right? We're on a mission from God. Amen. You see, we are chosen for a time like this. We are chosen. It says in the Bible. It says here in 1 Peter 2, 9, you are a chosen people. You say chosen people. A royal priesthood. Say it. A holy nation. Say it. That God's special possession, that you may declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. What a great thing that we can do, that we're called to do, to sing His praise, declare His praises. I love this in the Passion Translation. But you are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. Called out of darkness to experience His marvelous light. And now He claims you as His very own. He did this so that you would broadcast His glorious wonders throughout the world. This is our mission. For us to broadcast His glorious, beautiful character, wonderful Jesus to this world. And in that sense, we are priests. We are all priests that serve humanity. We serve our city. We serve the people that we come in contact with every day. And it's absolutely wonderful. And we want more and more people to hear about Jesus. That's why next year we're going to make room for more. Now... I know it's more like a lot of it is in the morning service In the sense of in the morning service we don't have room anymore So we just got to go for a second service Because we just want to make room for more But the reason is not so much That we're running out of space in the morning service in particular We want to start building Because we know that God just wants to reach more people Whether we have room or not He wants to meet So we want to already get ready Now I suggest in the evening too we only, only hundred people here. It's not difficult to have 200 people here. It's not difficult to have 300 people here. Yeah. Let's just fill this place. Yes. And I'll tell you something. It is not because I'm preaching better next year or that we are give bigger gifts or we have better worship or anything like this. It is that you and I go after people. Yeah. That you and I, wherever we are, invite people to church, invite people into your homes, invite people into your life, share the gospel with people. It's important that we do this together. Amen. 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 So we're gonna make room for more. It's in the scripture one more time. Enlarge the side of your tent to make room for more children. Stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare them. We really felt that that to expand, that God wants to bring more children. More children. Every person in the world is God's child. And He's longing for each person. I love that what you're doing. Uh, this, this ministry about going after the one. That's what Jesus did. He leaves the 99. And he'll go for the one. Next year, all of us go for the one. See, if we all multiply ourselves next year, even by twice or three times, we already have 300 people here. It's not that difficult. So let's give our lives. Let's give our lives to finding the one. Finding the one. This morning, we had three people receive Christ. It was wonderful. And, and at the end, somebody, I, I ministered to, to her. It was beautiful. And, and she, last week, she was not ready. I said, are you ready to receive Christ? Said, no, I'm not ready. It's okay. Next week. Came back today. I said, are you ready to receive Christ? He says, no, I'm not ready. I said, I've got news for you. You'll never be ready. You've got to make a decision right now. Yes. And she says, yes, I will receive Christ. I said, listen, all the stuff that you're dealing with, I won't say what it was, that you're dealing with and you're struggling with will not be fixed by me just being nice to you. It's fixed when Jesus comes into your life and changes you from the inside out gives you hope give you strength give you joy give you peace give you everything you ever need it starts from the inside out so you need to receive christ you need to receive the christ child christmas And said so yes and she so prayed the prayer with me what a wonderful thing and the thing is that all of us can do this all of us can go after people because all of us have people that god has planned for us to meet divine appointments everywhere we go people are there so the 2020 vision for us is to expand. It's quite a vision of a kingdom expansion. And while expansion, not expansion, expansion. And, and for this is, of course, a second service. But I want you to guys to be involved because I want this evening service to grow. To be the happening place in Christchurch church. Where people feel there's something going on out here. I need to find God or something. See, the Holy Spirit will work. But he'll work with you. He's waiting for you. And then he'll tend them with you. You give 10%, he'll give 90. You give 1%, he'll give 99. Give something that he can work with. Otherwise, he says, well, I can't work with this, you know. So make sure, guys, that we are all involved with this. Amen? So we're going to do this next year. And I'm so excited about this. Now, next year, uh, building up to it, we're going to have 21 days of worship, prayer, and fasting as we build up to the 16th of February when we have three services for the first time in our lifetime. this church it's going to be amazing so from the 26th of january we're going to go hard every wednesday we're going to have an amazing here worship session prayer fasting fasting can be food it can be social media it can be whatever coffee candy sleep whatever you want to fast fast something to be able to say god i'm serious about this stuff i want to let something go so i can concentrate more on you and uh, i'm excited about what's happening few little thoughts about serving why do we serve? One of the reasons we serve is because Jesus, our Lord and Savior, he was a servant he was actually a servant king he was a king who became a servant he was in glory forever God equal but at Christmas we celebrated three weeks time that he came as a baby he left his glory to become a person, a man this is wonderful, but he was the king of glory, he always was the king of glory but he also chose to be a man and gave his life on the cross for us and show us how to live and take the sin of the world upon himself, to die, to take the sin to the grave. And then he rose victorious on the third day, which we celebrate at Easter time. It's just absolutely powerful. And then, of course, the Holy Spirit was given at Pentecost. For even the Son of Man did not come expecting to be served, it says in Matthew 20, but to serve everyone. And to give his life in exchange for the salvation of many. You know, as Jesus leads us to the Father, because that's what he has done. He says, no one comes to the Father except for me. And now we have an incredible privilege that we can now lead people to the Father. We can this morning, I led this lady to the Father. Through Jesus Christ and through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's beautiful. Introduce them. We all have the chance now to do this. We are servants of God. The second thing is why it's important to serve is that it facilitates it facilitates for people to meet Jesus. It facilitates. What we do here on a service on the song, people coming here all the time and come visiting here, even tonight and this morning again. People come. And when we serve and help in this building and serve what's going on here then we facilitate people to meet jesus and people to grow in their faith you know nothing would happen if people were not serving here right now we did this two weeks ago we just turned everything off. i was speaking and then certainly in the morning service we turned everything off and nothing happened anymore there was no nice music nobody was playing there was no nice lights no sound no words no chairs no nothing if, if somebody, somebody has put this together, a whole team tonight who put this together for us, that we can serve the people of Christ church. So serving is very, very important. Now, the, the, the third thing is really important is that also is that serving actually helps us to experience being needed. All of us have a sense of being needed, being wanted, feeling like you have a purpose in your life. Now, you have a purpose out there, whatever job you do, whether you're a nurse, a builder, or a musician, or whatever you are, it is your beautiful ministry that God has given to you, and good on you. Bless you in what you do. But the thing is, though, here in this church, as we facilitate services, and even in, during the week, there's a lot of things going on that we can help to facilitate. And the more people who are involved, the lighter we carry, the more hands we have the lighter the workload will be for all of us and we can all be involved. When you're on a team, you feel like you belong to a team. When you don't show up, they'll call you. Hey, Freddie, where are you? You know. So there's a sense of accountability because you're part of a team. But also what you do is actually you bond together. You become friends together in this team. You start serving together. It is very good for you. Belonging is very... Maybe you feel a bit on the outside even here in this church. Well, the best way to find belonging is to start serving To start being on a team, to start having relationships, and to feel that your life is is something worth something even here in this place as we serve other people. Jesus says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now, you know, I know where God's heart is. Jesus loves his church. Jesus loves this, what we're doing right now. He loves you individually, but he loves this. And so his heart is here. And I hope and trust you even sitting here that your heart is also for one for this church that you committed here and also that you will serve this body with your talents, with your treasure and with your gifts and everything that God has given to you. I want to challenge you in this way to be involved in this place because it's the most beautiful thing ever. You know we serve people because doing this kind of stuff changes people's lives. One testimony and then I got somebody else to speak. I want to give you Anika's testimony. Now Annika, Annika, I think she is, Annika is not, Annika, Annika, she um, was a friend through Karen, Karen is in the morning service, a lady here, and uh, she got um, connected through Karen, then she went to the big Planet Shakers uh, church, some of you may have heard of Planet Shakers church in Melbourne, she went there, got radically saved, very powerfully and then at the planet she said i live in Christchurch at planet shake he says oh he says what, what church do you suggest now i have no idea what they know about us but there's, there's a great church in christ called harmony church and so she came to our church then got connected here uh, with alpha right and with us and l and the rest is history this is what she told us look at this as this is her words as a brand new christian harmony made the next step of my journey to find the church to call home effortless All and any expectations I had about how church would or could be like were exceeded. I chose to make harmony in my family because I had found found a dynamic and exciting place to be part of. My spirit was moved by the anointed praise and worship. Whatever life throws at me, there is always something helpful and worthwhile to take away with me from the impassioned expression and presentation of God's word and truth. Harmony's leadership provides multiple opportunities to grow and learn and to impart knowledge to us. I see so many different ways and outlets to put God's love into action and to be guided to what God's purpose for each one of us is. Isn't that beautiful? Harmony allows us to walk at our own pace and find our feet without pressure or judgment, but only with encouragement and unity. Harmony has changed my life by nurturing, but also empowering myself. That is very important. But we talked about it this morning about nurturing and empowering my life. That's really what we want to do. It's one of my roles and the leadership here is that we are to nurture and to empower you so you can be awesome in your ministry, wherever that is. All right? We're going to keep Keep you pointing to Jesus. How many has changed my life by nurturing and empowering myself as I continue to grow as a wife, mother, and into the purpose and the plans God has for me? Amen? Wow, isn't that powerful? Come on, give it up Jesus. So exciting. So now I'd like to call Rick. Rick is our executive pastor here, and he's, the, he's doing such an amazing job in this house. I want you to give it up for Rick here. He's just amazing. Come on.
2: Thanks, Gideon. Who shot this year? Right. Hey, um, hello. Uh, so my part of the talk is around the practical needs of the third service. So when we're talking about practical need, we're talking about the volunteer need, and that's right across the board. Just not the morning service as well as the night service, like Gideon has been talking about. Um, it's all about the servant heart and where we can best bring our gifts, really. So um, just part of the practical need, we just need a few details from you. So we've got. If the team can hand these out if pos. So these are the forms. It's just a bit of information we need to gather. It's around the details, so we may contact you if we don't already have your details. Uh, We'd love if you can indicate what services you'll be going to. So you'll see 9.15, 11.15 and 5.15 on the form. Um, if you're currently serving in any capacity, that's at the 5.15pm or the morning services. Or if you're not currently serving, we'd love you to tick the box down the bottom and we'll make contact with you. Uh, Josh and the team for the night, will make contact with you. And if you could hand them into to the team at the end of the service, that'd be awesome. Could you fill these out? Uh, we'd really, really appreciate that. So I want to talk to you tonight about Meet the Need. And that's the practical need. Uh, heading into 2020 and the introduction of the third service, we're really excited as a team. Um, making room for more is actually really, really exciting. What can God do in this, in the midst of this place? Um, I'm just going to talk a wee bit about the volunteers about on a 515 service. So um, it takes 26 volunteers. That's including the worship team, the tech team, the barista ca- team, the night cafe team, a people care team, a security set down, uh, sorry, set up and pack down teams, and so for the morning service, it takes around fifty volunteers to run one morning service. So, um, our total we will need for going into three services when we launch the third service will be about a hundred volunteers. So that's a lot when you think about it, but the brilliant thing is we want to make room for more. So um, we want to, uh, there are so many options also and we're keen to talk to you. So come uh, for the night service, please come and see Josh and he'll talk to you about the volunteer needs. In regards to our current volunteer team and adding another service, our third service, uh, we're not expecting those who are currently serving in any capacity to actually fill the spaces. Although there are certain volunteers like the worship team um, that will probably do a double up in the morning and some of them may transfer to the night service as well. And um, that's a, a big ups I, I, uh, Big ups to the worship team I, I know I'm a part of it But um, the practicing on Thursday Big ups to me I, I practice Thursday I look at the songs on Friday um, No, but seriously um, I, I don't do as much work as Marcus and Johnny And the, um, Bex and Hannah and the team They're just brilliant, thank you Um We would love the new volunteer positions to actually be covered by more people. So talking to you guys tonight, uh, we would love, if you're not serving, we'd love you to consider. um, Just tick the box on the bottom of the form, that would be awesome. If you consider helping out and making room for more, and that's meaning serving more people. Um, If you were to join the team, now understand the night teams uh, are on a three-week Rotation and it's only a couple of hours every three weeks. It's not a great demand, but it's actually equally exciting doing it. So I just recommend fill the foreman. That would be awesome. Uh, Gideon spoke so well on servanthood a couple of weeks ago, and this and just before, and um, he mentioned uh, serving facilitates meeting Jesus, and that's totally true. I totally believe that this is why we do what we do as a volunteer, playing a part in someone. Getting to know Jesus is so rewarding and so amazing. For myself, I'm on the worship team, as I said before. My role is to hope, hopefully hold a good baseline and try to keep in time. Hannah's in my ear, so she keeps me in time. Uh, she's very good. Uh, I might make these weird dance moves up there, and Whitey spotted it later uh, this this afternoon. Um, I've been told, but each time I play, I try to bring my all. Um for me, when I'm just playing the bass for mis- uh, I'm not just playing the bass for myself, although I get so much joy out of what I'm doing. I'm worshipping God and also helping set a platform for those who may experience worship for the first time. And that can be transferred right across our volunteer roles uh, here on a Sunday. So being on a team that helps facilitate people meeting Jesus is so rewarding and, to be honest, a privilege of being a part. Also, just to say, if you're new to Harmony, like Gideon said before, one of the best ways of meeting people and getting connected in is by joining a volunteer team. Over all the years, um, I've been volunteering about 27 years, and that just shows my age. I started at 20. If I said 13, it would be better, wouldn't it? 23. 50 now, but I tell you what, it's a joy. And uh, there is so much relational growth that you can have by joining a team. So... I just really recommend it. Uh so summing up, I'm just doing the quick practical needs. Love you to fill in this form. Please. We'd love you yeah, sorry? And drop it in the drop box out there. So uh so if you don't see any of us team, there's a drop box just on the wall through the foyer there, in between the bog and the foyer. So um for those toilet for those um I got a few sayings I should bring out now and then. Maybe not. So <laughs> Uh, for those people who aren't current, uh, currently serving, we'd love you to consider this. Um, join a team. It'd be awesome. So I look at it this way, and this sort of said a couple of weeks ago, you know. Think about what it me- might mean for someone when they walk into harmony for the first time. So what if they were greeted in the car park, uh, by the car park team, and shown where to park and said hello to? Then greeted at the door by our friendly team, shouted a coffee or a drink of choice at the end of the service, spoken to to by someone next to them or someone on the people care team here on a Sunday night. Experienced amazing worship by the team and heard an amazing word. Helping people and meeting Jesus and connecting people into our church family is so so important and we want to thank you for all you do. I totally believe as we head into the exciting season of making room for more, there is so much more opportunity for growth in every area. And if that's something that's uh, in your heart and you want to serve and help people meet Jesus, uh, come and see us. Uh, If you have any questions about the teams, uh, please come and see Josh or any of his team on a Sunday night or myself. I'll be in the for you later on. And uh, again, have I said, please fill out the form? (laughs) We'd love the forms filled in. So thank you. Uh, I'm going to invite Janelle up to uh, speak around her areas. Welcome, Janelle.
0: Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Hi. Great. Awesome. Hey, I just love being in a church that like listens to God and, you know, as we've been praying for next year and stuff, you know, we've felt like God said to start making room for more. And that's so exciting because it's not like we just suddenly had this great idea. It's actually God. He wants us to make room for more because he's bringing more people in. Um, and that's super exciting. Um And yeah, I just kind of felt like it's like um, when you have people over, when, you know, you get your house ready, you tidy up, you make sure your toilet's clean, you make sure your bathroom's clean, you make sure the kitchen's clean, you prepare your house for people to come into it. And that's what we're doing. We're preparing our house. We're preparing ourselves. And for me, God woke me up um, uh, last Sunday morning at about 4am. And I felt like he said, said to me that he loves every single one in this city, um, each one of us and he wants us to make room in our hearts for all of the people that he wants to bring in um, and um, I just kind of think like in the night service what does that look like and I think it looks like us being ready to be open to new people not just to talk to the same people every week but um to be a place that's embracing new people, to be a family that's just ready for people. And we're going to have so many hurt and and lost and broken people coming into this place. And even recently, like with um, what I do with Alpha, which is like a 10-week course for people that don't know God or have just become Christians. Like I have some people sharing stuff with me, just really deep, hard stuff they've been through in life. And they have never told anyone this. And it's just as soon as... People start to share the stuff. Like God just comes and ministers and, and we need to be a people that are ready just to, to walk alongside people as God brings broken and hurting people in um, to this place. And I really believe that Harmony is called to be a church that really has a massive impact on this city in powerful ways. And each one of us get invited to be a part of that, which is so exciting. We all have amazing gifts and when we all use them together, something really beautiful occurs. Um, and I just thought... Like, so often, like, I just feel God's heart for the loss. I don't know if you've ever felt that. You've ever been in a shop or in a supermarket and you just look around and you just, God just comes and He just shows you His love for those people around Him. And He wants us to be ministering out of that place, out of that place of just, like, His love. And if you haven't ever experienced that, I just ask you to, to ask God to show you that, to show you that love that He has. Um, for each, for each one. Um, and we've all come from a place, we've all been broken at some point, and we've needed a family to embrace us. We've needed to have people that just come and love us, and God's just asking for us to do that for every single person He's going to bring into this place. And in the worship before, I kind of got this picture of like a boat, like a big cruise ship, and it was like, we were this big cruise ship, and sometimes we're sunbathing together, having a great time and eating together. Um, but new people are coming onto this boat and we're just inviting them in. We're inviting them in to come and enjoy life with us, to do life with us, but also to serve. And I think, you know, if you're new to this place, like get on the boat. You know, if you're good at mechanics, go into the engine room and help out. Where, wherever um, you have a passion, whatever... God, gift God has given you. Like you don't need to wait for three months. You don't need to wait. You can jump on board and we can keep moving forward together and make a massive impact in this place. So if um, if you're interested in getting involved with helping with new Christians or new people, um, I'd just love to talk to you. I just know that God really is is just going to bring so many people in and so many people are going to start to come to know God. Like Gideon said, just this this next move of God. And um, we're starting an Alpha course up on the 18th of February, which is two days after our, um, our next service starts. Um, but I already have so many people messaging me saying, when's the next Alpha course? I've got four people I'm praying for that I want to bring along. Um, and so it's super exciting that God is just, yeah, just preparing us to, to reach those people around us. So, yeah, thanks. <laughs>
1: band can come up please are you guys ready are you inspired you are let's show it god wants to do wonderful things in our city we're all called to be involved like i said this morning it's not christianity is not a solo sport it's something that we're all involved with we all get to play on the team we're all needed. We all have gifts that God has given to us, every one of us. And without your gift, we will not fly as high. It's just the way it is. So we want all of us to fly. I want to do in my lane. I want to run my race. But I'm going to encourage you to run your race. Whatever that means, whatever gifts you have, whatever talents you have, whatever passion you have, start running. I said this morning, maybe some of you are, or some of us are sitting, sitting on your gift. Maybe you want to stand up and have a look at anything you're sitting on. Yeah, well done, Janelle. You Sometimes you sit on your gift, guys. We don't want you to sit on your gift. It goes nowhere. It's just the wrong place. <laughs> Rick, you're terrible. Some of your things. Boghouse. What's a boghouse, man? You like, must be kidding me. I've never even heard about this before. Guys, start using the gift that God has given you. You know, you know, when you start doing it, you'll be so happy because you're actually made for that. When you start using it, you're going to be so happy because God has just infused this in you. When you sit on it sometimes, you just have to have the excitement and the pleasure of seeing God use you mightily. This morning when I led that lady to the Lord, it was one of the most beautiful moments again in my life. You know, it's the most, it's not, Nothing better than that. Nothing better. Somebody's so broken comes and meets Jesus. It's so beautiful. Now, it's not the only thing. I'm just saying to you, that's a beautiful thing. And I did it this morning and went for it. But you can all do it. We all have our lanes to do, whatever it is. Anyway, I want you to stand together. We're going to declare this scripture at the end because it talks about all of us being involved in this mission. I think of the last part. The first part I'll say myself that God has built, given us, people like apostles I tell you like this so in, in Ephesians 4 it says so Christ himself gave apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers to equip the people for works of service so people like my role is uh, I'm kind of an apostolic role a prophetic role and those kind of things there's teachers in this house they help you us to grow right that's why the fivefold ministry is given for the church to grow us all up right so, it, so we all reach unity of the faith and the knowledge of the son of God and become mature Attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That's the goal. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves. Blown here and there by all kinds of teaching and cunning and craftiness of people in the deceitful scheming. There's a lot of stuff out there on Facebook. We instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect a mature body of Him who is the head that is Christ. From Him. The whole body, which is all of us here together, are joined and held together by every supporting ligament. See, we're all holding each other together. Growing and building itself up in love as each part does its work. Let's say that together. As each part does its work. We all are called to do something all are called to do something I want to encourage you to get involved I want to encourage you we're going to sing right now in this song to give your life to the purpose of Christ there is no better way there's no better way to give your life is to the purpose of Christ Amen I give my whole life to honor this love, which is Christ for you. But I give my whole life to serve the church, to serve the people that I'm in contact with every day. In my workplace, in my school, wherever I am. I'm going to serve them. And Lord, use me. Why don't you say that to yourself? Lord, use me. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. We pray that we be used in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that is in us. Thank you, Lord, that you've anointed us, you've blessed us. Thank you, Lord, that you've gifted us, blessed us to be a blessing. And Father, I pray in these days that you make us aware of what you have given to us. That you make us aware of the calling that we have in you. To make us aware of the harvest that is ready. Jesus says, open your eyes, lift up your head, lift up your eyes, look at the harvest. It is ready. People are longing to hear your voice. People are longing to hear what you have to say. People are longing to be encountering God's love. And we are His vessels. We are His sons and daughters who speak forth the truth of God, the love of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, all these beautiful things. And Lord, we say to you, yes, Lord, we will serve you. We will go. Send us. Send me. Send me, Lord. We want to have that focus. And Father, even over this uh, the summer break that you start working in us, Lord, to get us ready for next year. It's going to be a great year, the start of a new decade. Stepping up into new things of God. And Lord, we want that. We want to be ready for that. So I pray, we pray together, Lord, that you make us ready for this. That you strengthen us, Lord. That you give us vision. That we won't be lazy. Lord, But we will say yes to you. To make disciples of all nations like you commissioned us even before you left jesus before you left this earth we say yes lord we say yes lord we give our whole life to honor you and to honor our mission we give ourselves to you in jesus name